one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Laura podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today's podcast is about being your own advocate for your health. Being your own advocate for your health we are lucky enough, um, at least those of us who have modern medicine available to us, um, we're lucky enough to have um, medicine when we need it, to have um, specialized, some of us, again, you know, not, not everywhere, depending on where you're listening from, but in this modern day era, and obviously it does depend on your location, but there are moder- there's modern technology, medicine and whatnot to help cure us or heal us. But the thing is, at the end of the day, we need to be our own advocates for our health. And so the big caveat I'll say right from the beginning for this, I'm going to just relay a story of my own healing. And I this worked for me. Some people are really, really pro going to the doctor and that just makes them feel comfortable. And I'm all for that if you have to do what makes you feel comfortable, you can. That's a great opportunity to, to advocate for yourself. Is at the doctor's, not just assume that what the doctor is telling you is the law. Um, because we are we're, we're faced with um, a time where we could we could potentially live a lot longer if we take care of ourselves, um, and we can utilize modern medicine when we need it. But we also can do a lot of preventative care and advocate for ourselves when something is is, is being told or, or advised to us if we're not sure about it. So, for instance, 
I am a triplet. I have talked about that in other episodes. My brother, John, has been on some episodes with me. And my brothers, when they were in their late 20s, I think, mid to late 20s, were both diagnosed with having Hashimoto's thyroid disorder, which is the thyroid is low, it's it's, um, slow. It's not as active as it needs to be. And they were put on synthetic thyroid medicine called Synthroid. They didn't have the, the typical characteristics of Hashimoto's. People will also people will often talk about being really fatigued, uh, gaining weight. They definitely didn't have that. I mean, my brother to this day has maybe 3% body fat. But I think they ha- there was probably some brain fog and fatigue. And we had thyroid disorders in our family. My grandmother, my grandmother had um, Graves' disease. I think a cousin, my cousin had Graves. I, I do know that. And thyroid is disorders like like some others are very genetic. And my my brother John's son has type one diabetes, which is on the same genetic coding as thyroid. You know, there's just different expressions. I think it's the same allele. But anyway. My doctor, when I you give the background, when you I do my annual visit with him, ask all about my brother's health, my parents' health, and all that. And I told them about the thyroid, and he said, "Oh, you know, you're not identical like they were, but you know, you're still re- you're still related to them. Let's make sure we keep an eye on your thyroid." So we did that for years, five, six, seven, eight years go by, and sure enough, my thyroid numbers came back, and they were. They were low. The numbers were low, which indicates hyperactivity in my thyroid. I didn't have any symptoms except an occasional kind of like palpitation in my heart, like where it flutter or like not flutter, but it would it would pound. It was almost like pounding, like almost like I drink too much caffeine. And that's what I thought. My kids were young. This was over 10 years ago. And I thought maybe I'd just overdone the caffeine. And then I saw a little muscle. It's called fasciculation. It's kind of like a ripple. It's not a tremor, but it's like a little ripple in the muscle in my quadriceps. Like if I were to do a squat or something, they would kind of shake in this weird way. I just noticed that a few times. Well, that's another symptom. Anyway, so um, he, he retested me. It was the same. And he recommended I go to an endocrinologist. I went to an endocrinologist who looked at my numbers, who asked if I had any major symptoms, which I did not. And he said, well, these numbers are significantly abnormal enough that I would recommend one of the two following treatments. The first is to be on antithyroid medication for a year. Um, The efficacy after that year is not that great, meaning the research has shown that that it doesn't really do much after that one year. And additionally, there's a um, more an increased damage possibility to your liver. I was like, okay, well, that sounds really crappy. And then he said, the second choice is you take radioactive iodine, which will essentially kill your thyroid. And then we will just manage it through blood work, like figuring out what the parameters are that you'll need for the synthetic thyroid. And you'll just take that the rest of your life, which also sounded very dramatic to me. And then he said, you know, the second one, so I said to him, if I was your daughter, if I was your, you know, a, a loved one, what would you recommend? And he said, probably the second one. There's always, that's just a really easy one because we just manage the numbers. He goes, the only, he goes, it's actually kind of beneficial. You get to go away for a weekend because you can't be around your kids because you're radioactive. And I thought, well, that's 
awful. (laughs) I'm radioactive. I can't be around my children, but I can be around myself and I could be in a hotel, peeing in a hotel toilet, having radioactive stuff go in a hotel toilet. Just not in my own house. I don't know. They both sounded crazy to me. Now, fortunately, I have a critical thinking mind. Fortunately, I feel like I have a, a, a foot in the modern world of medicine, which I grew up in. But I also had a critical thinking family, even though my dad was a surgeon, he was also a critical thinker too. So it wasn't just like, this is the only way. It was always exploring and knowing that we're finding new things all the time. And so I, I, fortunately, fortunately, I had that because I, I, I came back and I started reading everything I could about Graves' disease, about thyroid disorder. And lo and behold, I found that if you, if you have hyperthyroid, which is what I had, And again, here's the caveat. I did not have major symptoms. I know people who had Graves' disease, like my cousin, who lost a tremendous amount of weight, could not sleep, was super anxious, heart palpitations, horrible, really uh, huge side effects. I didn't have those. So I had the luxury to kind of calmly look at other choices. And lo and behold, I looked at this this plant called bugleweed, which has been shown on um, both peer-reviewed, double-blind, animal studies, human studies, that it normalizes thyroid function for those who have hyperthyroid. doesn't work for people like my brothers who had Hashimoto's, but for Graves' disease, it um, it helps normalize it. So I looked up a really great um, herbal place online. It's called Herbal and Alchemist. Highly recommend them. And I ordered bugleweed, followed the directions, did the tincture. I did this for about a month because I'm also not really great with this kind of follow-through of, of taking supplements. I've gotten better since then, by the way. But I, I did it for a month, got my numbers, uh, repeat repeat blood work done, and my the numbers were much better. They weren't yet normal, but they were much better. So the doctor said, okay, well, let's just, now you can kind of wait and see since you're not having any major symptoms and it is going in the positive direction. I didn't tell him what I was doing, by the way. Because honestly, he didn't seem open-minded because I asked him all kinds. He's like, when I was at, I asked him all kinds of questions that first time. And he, he did say to me, like, your lifestyle has probably staved this off. Like you would have, you usually people that have thyroid in their genetic kind of environment ecosystem, it shows up like what it, when it did with my brother usually shows up earlier, like in the twenties. Mine was more like in my mid to late thirties. And he said, probably your lifestyle really contributed to, to it, it not showing up so soon. But he was that's about as far as he would go in terms of lifestyle and managing things in a holistic way. So I didn't reveal this until later. But anyways, I, I, I continued to um, just do the things that I was doing, which I did also do acupuncture because I learned that acupuncture on certain helps with the thyroid as well. So I probably did. So I I didn't do a great study because I did do a few things, but I didn't, you know, I didn't just uh, do one thing so I can point to that one thing. But I will say the numbers came down after I had done the bugleweed and I had not yet added the acupuncture in. I did a little bit more bugleweed. I think I did about two more weeks and I I did about four rounds of acupuncture. Uh, by six months, my numbers were back to normal. And by one year, the marker for Graves was no longer showing up. So he proclaimed me in the 2% that heal 
for no reason. They don't know, not for no reason, but they, they just, it's like we spontaneously healed about 2%. And I said to him at that point, this was at the one year checkup. I said, you know, I did do these other things and they, that could have possibly helped. And he said, no, no, it's just, we don't know why, but 2%, it's always about 2%. They just, it, it goes away. And I thought, wow, I'm, I was so sad he wasn't willing to listen to what I did. Now, I then talked about it with some doctor friends because, again, I, I want to I be open-minded and not demonize anyone. And what my doctor friends said was also really um, interesting. And they said, listen, we've seen it enough times where people just want the pill. They want the quick fix. They will not, if you give them this alternative approach, which requires more on their end in terms of follow-through, like taking the tincture, like in my case, doing the tincture for bugleweed, maybe adding something like acupuncture in. He said, honestly, we don't see many people that do that. And that's really why we've come to the conclusion, like if we're going to do the, the best for our patients, for healing them, we we, we want to do something that they're going to actually follow through with. And that is usually giving up something in the form of a pill. So I guess the point is, let's advocate for ourselves. I know that I my case was unusual, and I'm not recommending that if your doctor's wanting you to do surgery or wanting you to take some kind of modern medicine or what, whatever, that you shouldn't. Of course not. That would be dangerous for me to do. But what I'm saying is investigate it. Be a critical thinker. Don't just surf the web because you got to, and then when you're looking at that, look at what the context of it, like really look at renowned studies or doctors that you know who are doing more integrative, holistic healing stuff uh, that are trustworthy because there is a lot of quackery out there as well. But you have to be your best advocate for yourself. Same thing, when you feel yourself getting run down, no one is going to do the work for you. This is like what I tell my kids all the time. You have got to do the work for yourself. You've got to be your best advocate. You can only work on yourself and in you're working on yourself, you're going to help not only yourself, but your relationships with others. So if you're not happy in a relationship and the way it's going, well, you also have to be a critical thinker and think about what you could do in that relationship and maybe something then will change. So this is just a plea to be more of an advocate for your health. Don't wait 20 years from now to have to have your your arteries cleaned out because you've been eating like junk for so long. This is not like a, a store we can go and get cleaned up in. We're not taking our car in to get refurbished. We are the drivers. We have to take responsibility. My mom just had a very small procedure on her knee. She has bone on bone, which means um, she has arthritis. And and with that, she has some de- destabilizing feeling with, the, with, with her knee. Sometimes it'll give out. Um, she also has pain. So those are two not great things. We have a great medical system that can make her feel better and can help her function better, move better, and therefore feel better. So I'm all about having her knee get fixed. It's, it's already, the damage is done. So I can't be like, well, you need to move better and more optimally and not get arthritis. Arthritis is there. So we now, there's ways that she, that she can um, improve that. She got an ablation therapy so that at least now she doesn't have the pain and that's going to give her a little extra time because we have some travel plans. But then I am advocating for her to get a knee replacement. 
as a physical therapist, I've seen people who have done had knee replacements and their lives change tremendously. It's not an easy surgery. It's a really tough surgery. She's had a total hip replacement. So she knew like that's a much easier surgery, but I, I really am telling her, mom, I will come, I will take, I will help you, but I want you to get this surgery. Things like that, there are place, there is a place for modern medicine. There is a place for it, absolutely. And I'm so grateful that we have so many choices. But be an advocate for yourself and don't just immediately cave to what somebody, some doctor tells you. Like I, if I had caved to what he had said and not thought about it, I would have blown out my thyroid, which I was having an autoimmune response and it was attacking my thyroid, but my thyroid was not the cause of it. So I can get into that some other time. I'll just like, this will be like a little like teaser. There were some stressful events that were happening in my life that probably promoted my thyroid kind of attack that I had, you know? And so there were underlying things that had nothing to do with physiological numbers, but had everything to do with stressors that promoted that for it to happen. So investigating all those things. So if I had just listened to him and blew up my thyroid and not thought, well, let's see what I can do that would actually make it on its own, not be attacked by my, by my own, my immune system, I would be taking Synthroid the rest of my life. And I know there are people that are doing that and, and some of them have to. So the point is not that you're not going to, but it's investigate it, be an advocate for yourself. So that's all my big messages today. Advocate for your for your health. Look, read, research. Don't just take one person's, um, and that includes me, one person's point of view. You are the best advocate for you because it's you're the only one that's ultimately going to advocate for you in, in, in this way. So have a wonderful day and know I'm pulling for you. I'm advocating for you, but advocate for yourself. Hugs to you. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.